Comic Insects by the Reverend Francis Andrew Spilsbury Reed, read for LibriVox.org by Julia Niedermeyer. Preface Oh, wonder I much what this book contains. Can insects talk, and do they have brains? I always thought that these queer little things were made up entirely of legs, wings, and stings. A black beetle teach me? And what, bumblebee, in all the wide world can you say unto me? And surely a caterpillar never has read? With green leaves for books he would eat them instead, while neither a moth nor a spider could tell how a pen should be held or correctly could spell. And as for poor Snaily, it's more than absurd. He never could read a one-syllable word. But I've heard of the school board, and now it's appalling to think that a moth or a snail may be calling and telling me too, as the little eyes glisten, the funny wee lessons, if only I listen. Yes, they talk in a language that all is their own, and here into English you'll find it has grown, where pictures will shew and the rhymes they will say, how insects can work talk and love and be gay how queer a procession is passing this way of insects all talking come hear what they say the sight is as strange as the words they are true and you laugh as they offer the lessons to you the caterpillar i'm a caterpillar green not the prettiest you have seen and my chrysalis i enter rather love though I know that in the spring I shall rise on feathered wing in the costume of a fascinating moth. Little likeness you will spy with the cleverest little eye twixt your green-coated friend of to-day and the airy form that sails when the golden sunlight pales and the owl flies abroad for his prey. Yet the same we are indeed, though the riddle's hard to read, one, the moth and the caterpillar green, and still stranger things than this, which no little one should miss, in the picture-book of nature can be seen. So I think, my little friend, if you'll only deign to lend your ear to these few words that I say, never again will you rely for convictions on the eye, as appearances have often led astray. The Moth Oh, what a beautiful moth am I! Colours so gay! And sparkling each eye nobody ever would guess i ween i once was a caterpillar all in green i've taken me feathers of brightest hue with silver and gold i've decked me too no no you never would guess i ween i once was a caterpillar all in green with a tardy foot no longer i crawl neath the shady leaves or on ivied wall but joyously floating in airy height i wander abroad in the pale moonlight or join the elves as they dance and sing in the circle green of the fairy ring or tease a poor daisy that's trying to keep its big yellow eye from my curious peep but sometimes i fly to a treacherous light that mimics a star in a darkling night and too late i learn with my poor singed wings the evil that want of discretion oft brings. 
the snail poor little snail how very pale your cheek is blanched with fear what horrid dread has made you shed so many a slimy tear come faster crawl along the wall leave care behind all's well that seeming pack upon your back is near an empty shell come smile again and let the rain of tears at once be dry faint-hearted quiet and far from right before you're heard to cry no one will doubt who thinks about this great world spinning round that all have hours when sorrow's showers make april all around but may and june follow full soon and joy succeeds to sorrow so dry the tear and from the year your cheering lesson borrow ah snaily see to you and me our burdens oft appear much heavier far than what they are when we give way to fear the bee buzz 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 over blossoms heavy laden with the treasures hear its music as it rifles from the flowers the seeming trifles we may watch it in the sunshine at our leisure see their secrets it espying in the tinder depths while prying as it works through the long summer day be in earnest in your quest hearty toil brings well-earned rest seems the burden of its light-hearted lay lessons here of self-reliance and defence but not defiance as volunteers are taught by the bee as it works on active wing self-protected with its sting tis a grand working model good to see pointing out how each is sharing in the common task and bearing his just portion where no idler is seen all are busy in the hive where these happy workmen thrive and they are loyal every one to the queen the black beetle oh dear oh dear i sadly fear this poor black beetle's ill and to him now no use i trow is the cleverest doctor's skill no medical sage his pain can assuage you can see at a glance how bad he's made himself all through his pelf isn't it dreadfully sad for wandering wide on the floor he spied last night when the cook was asleep and rejoiced to find some cucumber rind and now no more he will creep yes sad though it be this little bee bee would follow his own appetite he could never say no when it tempted him so his epitaph is serve him right and thus tearfully he begs you and me his case is a warning to mind cucumber at night to regard with fright and never to eat up the rind the spider sp ah there's horrible forms that creep and crawl and hang their webs from ceiling and wall from leaf and fern as they joy in the breeze from moss-grown arch and ivy-clad trees and catch the flies the poor little things that carelessly use their gossamer rings it makes one shudder to think of the fate that giddy bluebottles and gnats may await yet wonder we must as we watch them spread the beautiful nets with their silken thread and happier feel at the sign of that power that guides each to weave such a fairy-like bower and think of that hand 
that no eye can see which fashioned these insects and made you and me end of poem this recording is in the public domain